This DFS picks week 16 edition of the sports gambling podcast is presented by mybookie.ag. My bookie's six days of giveaways is upon us. From the 21st to the 26th, my bookie is hooking players up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes, all completely free. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match. Up to fifty dollars at thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the SGPN crew. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than Vegas. That's better than Vegas. Finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers. And they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up six weeks free over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circuit Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green with my partner picks Ryan real money. Kramer it's happening. Kramer dog. Uh, you know what? Happy, happy Tuesday, Sean. Happy holidays. Thank you. It's a festive time of year. Yeah. I mean, we got DraftKings, We got DFS. We got a thrive lineup, which by the way, thank you very much. Roger Goodell. For making football all weekend long, <laughs> I know it is. It's a pretty nice slate. You have now. Been, I got to explain work to the lady all all weekend long. Three day weekend, gentlemen. So you know, I know it's going <laughs> to be holidays for a lot of you out there, but don't worry, we'll be putting in the hard hours. Yeah, Friday we got the uh, Saints Vikings, and then Saturday, nice little three day Saturday slate, and then Sunday, a lot of games, a lot of playoff implications. Seven. I mean. L- it's literally the opposite of what we were talking about yesterday with the college football. I mean, even the NFL is like, fuck it, more teams <laughs> in the playoff. Yeah. I mean, it makes more games relevant longer. It takes more to get eliminated from the playoffs. So, yeah. uh, once again, uh, if Roger Cadell can do it, guys. Like, come on, college football. I know. You're better than this. It's pretty easy to figure you out. You let a team have a teal field. Check out the College Bowl Picks uh, podcast, and not off to a great start, but it's early. We'll we'll uh, we'll get some winners. Actually, now is probably the time to listen to the College Bowl Picks podcast. Yeah, we got the losers. We got out a of couple the losers out of the way early. Yeah, plenty of uh, plenty of bowl picks left to go on that episode, and then we'll be doing more. And then the college football playoffs. It's, it's all ends. happening, Ryan. Never ends. It's all happening. Want to give a shout out to mybookie.ag. The presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast. That's right, head over there, get that sweet deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. That's right, a thousand bucks on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. What else do they got going on? The six days of uh six days of giveaways. I just claimed my uh free giveaway today. Ten dollar free play. No strings attached. I think you got like one X rollover. Just click the button. You got a nice little free bonus. Casino chips, blackjack tournament, so much happening over at mybookie.ag. And then, of course, live wagering, the DGEN's only prop bets. Yes, please. Hashtag DGEN's only. You can only get it over at mybookie.ag, the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, AKA SGPN. Again, MyBookie.ag. Head over there. We can play, win, and most importantly, get paid. MyBookie.ag. Promo code SGP. The blackjack tournament is a hell of a like hook. You know, yes. you, you get that uh, free. Hey, come join the blackjack. Uh, ah, 
Okay. I guess <laughs> I'll just this one time. It's such a smart Hashtag way to get it. So, so it's just like these flash drafts. Can we talk about the flash drafts, sure. by the way? We got to figure out a way to do flash drafts more while you're collaboratively. Talking, while you're talking, Ryan, I'm, I am entering the free 10K tournament. So if you <laughs> if you hear me, uh, if you place hear the your, place your bets, bets please. please. <laughs> uh, look, I I think that on top of doing, you know, obviously fun to do a lineup, but what have they done to us, Sean? They've made it so, you know, making a lineup for the weekend, like like DFS did to season long. Mm. The flash draft is doing to the lineup because here's a couple things: flash draft, you don't have to put that much thought into it. You're making five decisions. Three options for each decision. You get a new lineup each time, and it, and it's honestly like uh, this past week. And it could be that I'm winning. That's always a, well, yeah. Walk people real quick through right, the flash. So, so a flash draft generally will pop up. They'll usually have a game that they're kind of focused on for the flash draft. Uh, so you you get in. It's usually for a qu- the next quarter. They all last a single quarter, and essentially. It pops up with some options. It will be player A, player B, and maybe like player C times two, where you get two times the points. Anyway, long story short, uh, you make that selection five times, and and you end up with a team. And and honestly, it's one of these games where you know there's so many people, only so many decisions. You're trying to be contrarian, but man, I've, I I feel like I feel like that's all you have to do. And and the the formula of playing a couple flash drafts, Sean. I do the hundred dollar one. Sorry, but big baller here. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying not. I'm not trying to play like a five dollar oh one against lots of people. I'd rather play against less people. So, I, I've been doing two, two for each quarter, and I'll I'll get in. Uh, it seems usually because I forget, but I'll do second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Anyway, so uh, at, you know, fo- follow us on Twitter because I'll uh, I'll announce when I get in there, and maybe you'll. Uh, Maybe you'll get a chance to take some of my money. It's like money. DFS, uh, free basing DFS. But yeah, so. it's essentially a quarter DFS, like it, it because a day is too long, Sean. I hear you. I hear you. And uh, real it's quick, really like it's it's awesome crack. Speak- like it's way better than like, it's way better than playing virtual crack. Hashtag shitty like that. Speaking t- speaking of Dejans only, Ryan. I I I broke the news to you. I, you must have missed the story, but. Dwayne Haskins, of course, <laughs> cited, uh, seen hanging out at a strip club, maskless. I repeat, maskless. And uh, so now th- maybe he's going to get suspended. It turns out it was a little bit more responsible. He had a private suite where he invited strippers and had his own strip club party. But again, everyone was maskless after he lost to the Seahawks uh, 20 to 15. Nice way to blow some steam. But, you know, now he apologized to. Uh, you know his teammates, and you know, what are they gonna do? Uh, so we'll see. It, it'll be interesting if I, and I. I think, been Alex Smith with the polar opposite. I, I think I know Alex Smith is just trying to get through his physical rehab so he doesn't die, and then Dwayne Haskins is on the other end of the spectrum, like bring in the bring in the chicks, let's go eating W's. Oh man! And, and I think uh, shout out to whoever tweeted Jesus. out. Uh, us that Jameis Winston got coronavirus from eating too many W's. So he was on the uh, COVID list, and someone speculated. Well played. That he that it it had occurred <laughs> because uh, <laughs> turns out he has a lot of habits that could uh, could get get you the Rona. You know. Yeah. All right. What Fondling else? Fondling Uber drivers <laughs> <laughs> and stealing crab legs. All and he does seem to get caught a lot. Whether whether he's catching viruses, catching. Uh, <laughs> feel like he's just a guy with a, a dark cloud over him. You know what I mean? He is. He is. Uh, yeah. What is that? Um, what character is that on uh, peanuts? Uh, no one gives a shit. No. All right. Want, want, want. Let's do it. Let's talk DFS Millie maker lineups. We're going to be doing a thrive lineup. Of course, that one's going to be focused on all Saturday, the uh, DFS player props. We're going to be joined by Dave Sherapan from the Gaming Today podcast as well, aka Sports Consig on Twitter. Fun guy. Looking forward to having him on the show. Let's get things going, Kramer. Who's your quarterback this week for the Millie Maker? You know, I I, I could have gone a different, a couple different ways. Uh, you let me know who you were going to take first, and, and it didn't influence my decision at all. And and at the end of the day. I could, I was leaning towards potentially taking a guy like Herbert, who's just usage rate is so high to, to coin an NBA term, but I went Mahomes. I just went right to the top of the board. Uh, they're playing this Atlanta team who don't look now, Sean, but they are 
they're running. This is a horse running down the Seattle defense in the backstretch. <laughs> Only a couple hundred yards now behind them in terms of worst, uh, worst pass defense in the league, and and very productive. Uh, re- I think it's receivers are averaging like 200 yards a game. Uh, wide receivers, 200 yards a game. So, uh, again, I I didn't want to overthink it. 8,500. I'm gonna take Mahomes here. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm gonna eat some of that Chiefs medicine. Just a great matchup, and and the price is right. Yeah, 8,500 at home, and kind of makes it tough when you pay this up for your quarterback. But like we've heard some of our guests uh, over the weeks past say, sometimes you just you just gotta pay up for the quarterback this year. Yeah, I, I think the interesting thing is there's a number of quarterbacks behind him that give you some rushing value, and I, I don't know if it's quite worth it for 8,500. Although Chiefs will be super motivated. They win and they get the first round by. Also, Atlanta kind of in between two games at Tampa Bay. So they also non conference road game. I don't see Atlanta getting super up for this. I I think Atlanta is going to be able to score just enough to make it so you know five touchdowns is in play for Mahomes. Now this is uh, Ryan, my quarterback. Of course, I'm running it back. Give me Jalen Hurts seven thousand. They can't. I mean, it's seven thousand. He's coming off a forty point game. He's using his legs just enough, getting it going, throwing the deep ball, getting everyone involved, spreading the ball around. This is from our uh, Rod, uh, who does our fantasy football rankings, and I had Jalen Hurts pretty high last week because I'm an accurate fantasy football ranker. But this is from his write up. Sean Green is extremely high on Jalen Hurts this week in comparison to the rest of the panel, as he is the only one to list Hurts in his top (laughs) fifteen. However, Sean Green went a step further. And put Hertz in his top five, so he is expecting big things from the rookie come Sunday. Wow, number one fantasy football quarterback. So maybe I was apparently I was too low on Jalen Hurts. Not going to make the mistake All this right. week. Seven thousand, and they're playing against Dallas. Must win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Dallas defense horrific. Great spot. Seven thousand. And I should note, Sean, like we we. We don't have that third wheel right now to kind of balance our picks. There are a tremendous amount of picks that I I, I was like, really, Trubisky's going to come right off the board to me. <laughs> uh, Jared Goff again in a bad match. You know, there even Baker Mayfield. I just felt part of what I I I think Mahomes won't be super chalky this week hmm. because his price is so high and it, it does make the lineup difficult. Fortunately, I'm an expert. My running back, my RB one, don't do it. Breaking news! I've been eliminated from the blackjack tournament. You start with a a thousand dollars, and I just <laughs> I, I, get I got that? it up. I got it up to five thousand, then I uh, <laughs> and then I blew it all. So I'm, I'll be dialed back into the show. Who's your running back, Ryan? David Montgomery, running back one. I wanted to get some piece of Chicago. Thought about kind of going backwards and taking Allen Robinson coming off a down game, but. At this point, David Montgomery is on an absolute roll. I know I'm chasing points a little bit. Seventy-seven hundred. Yeah. I'm also paying up. It's a great matchup. And and again, what's to stop him from getting twenty-five, thirty touches? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing that scares me about David Montgomery is that he's coming off his career game. Is that is he's that a coming little bit- off his career game in the last four weeks? <laughs> I, like I, I, I no, know, I know, I, I hear your angle, but it seems to be more the norm with Trubisky in there. I also have David Montgomery. I'm just trying to think of a zag here at the Jags. Great spot for them. And yeah, it just feels like they're going to pound the rock. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% going to play a Trubisky Montgomery, Allen Robinson, triple stack. Yeah. Maybe I, I don't even, think that's crazy. Maybe even drop Mooney in there. Uh, Mooney's been fun too. Again, I thought it was kind of just a Foles thing, but Mooney's been getting involved. He had a great game. Russell Gage Jr. was a fun bring back, or, or that was in the Falcons game. But there's a lot of these guys in that 4K zone that are getting super interesting. So you're 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 lockstep with me on the running back. Yeah, so. I also have uh, David Montgomery. I you know I almost I almost went Le'Veon Bell uh, with a, <laughs> a, a with a triple stack. I couldn't do it though. Uh, Gio Bernard. Since he at Houston, forty eight hundred. Uh, it's just a usage thing. He's he's gonna get the ball. It seems uh, he he seems to be on getting involved a little bit, a, a little bit. But I mean, I know he scored some touchdowns. Uh, but if he's gonna be using the passing game, which probably gonna be using the passing game a bit more against this Houston team, uh, taking a big step down in defensive class. And you know, I watched the guy who was playing pretty fucking hard. So. 
I think this is like this is a, a perfect. He's a perfect run your uh, season out. Um, we're a shitty team. Bernard wants to wants to prove something to somebody. Forty eight hundred. I just think the usage is too high for the forty eight hundred. I mean, it's a low. I mean, considering the basement is now four thousand for these, I'm shocked he's so low. Miles Sanders. I'm doing the uh, QB running back stack again. I like the matchup against the Cowboys. I think they're going to get him going more in the passing game. They had what uh, 17 carries, one catch on on two targets, eight, 18 touches. I, I think he gets more than that. I think he breaks the 20 fantasy point uh, fantasy football points going. I think he gets the. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 100 yard rushing. I mean, he had a huge game against the Saints. I, I think he could get a similar uh, usage going this week at the Cowboys. So yeah, it's seven thousand, but I, I think it's a great spot for Sanders again. Little homerish play, but I mean that Dallas defense is so bad. And again, I'm just throwing this out there, <laughs> just throwing it out there. I didn't put it in this lineup, but I love when you make like I'm being authentic. The Cowboys defense just isn't good. <laughs> no, they aren't. I mean, they let up how many points they let up in the 49ers team. You're not. It's not like you're going to compliment them. Deshaun Jackson has. <laughs> they've announced he's come off IR. Jalen Rager is questionable. Deshaun Jackson is oh, yes. the stone minimum in in DraftKings salary. So 20, what's that? Three thousand. Three thousand. I'm gonna wait until he officially comes off uh, IR. And Deshaun Jackson and Jalen Hurts practice together in the off season. So would I be shocked if Deshaun Jackson comes back and and torches this Cowboys uh, secondary for like one or two big plays. Wait, J- Deshaun Jackson had time in the off season. I, I thought he was uh, over in Israel the entire time, <laughs> <laughs> learning about. He the was Jews. learning about Hitler. Apparently, <laughs> not a good guy. Okay. It was a it was a summer of growth for Deshaun Jackson. You know, I, I, one of the things I was going to note uh, about the receivers when we get there is that it, Fulgham's also interesting for the same reasons. Uh, re- I think because yeah, Ra- I mean, Rager- I, I'm, I'm going to wait till the injury report plays out. Rager seems to be kind of the receiver he targets the most. Although, did Fulgham not have a massive game against the Cowboys in the first tilt, um, or, or am I am I misremembering? I don't think he did. That was I'll, before I'll his I'll breakout. Bring, I'll have to bring up his game log. I don't think anyone really went off against the Cowboys. It was a pretty ugly game. Who's your first uh, receiver? Real, real quick, one other note: If I was gonna play a cowboy ever, it could be this week. As uh, Andy Dalton has really been checking the ball down, and Pollard uh, again. I mean, he's coming off a game with a huge amount of targets. He's a guy that that could be really interesting. But of course, Sean, I didn't want to disappoint our listeners. Well, and I'm not we'll see if cowboy. Zeke plays. Uh, I don't. You think Zeke wants to play football again this season? No, he's, I don't. That's why. I, that's why I picked him not in my top ten. He's, he's got fantasy. a twi- He's got a Twitch channel to build. It was really funny. I was I was sucking myself off. Oh no! Nice. As the kids say on Twitter, posting my screenshot of, or. Posting the screenshot of Zeke not being a top ten fantasy football quarterback. That's great. That's great. And call reminding people that I said that and reminding <laughs> my, reminding people I'm a genius. Nice. And then someone goes, Yeah, well, he was like uh number two RB two overall until Dak got hurt. Did you also predict Dak was gonna get injured? And I just wrote back, Yes, I did. I always predict the Cowboys are gonna get injured. And he's like, Okay, well that was a good call then. <laughs> You just you, you uh, wide receiver one, it's a stack. I'm paying up. Tyreek Hill. Mm. No no wow, reason. Ryan. No reason to believe. Uh, again, I, I feel like this is not gonna be a chalky stack in ways because people are like, oh, Kelsey, so much value, which I agree. So I think the more likely stack is Mahomes Kelsey. Uh, on top of that, with the price and everything, I don't think Mahomes Hill will be the crazy like the the chalkiest of stacks. I'm going Tyree Kill, and it, it it certainly has forced my hand uh, for the rest of the lineup. But nine thousand Tyree Kill, uh, you know, he's due for another two hundred yard, two touchdown game, Sean. Yeah, I mean, it, you couldn't think of a better spot than at home against Atlanta. Atlanta coming uh, off a devastating loss, non conference road game, and then they have to play Tampa Bay again. So no, a, a note: uh, there is projected to be a tiny bit of wind. I w- I'm going to pay attention to that for the week, but for, for now, I'm not worried. Yeah. I went with uh and this is kind of depending on how the injury report shakes out, but right now coming off the long rest, I'm optimistic he's going to be healthy, but give me Keenan Allen at home against this Denver defense which is really falling apart against the passing game. No cornerbacks. They just have nothing going in the defensive backfield. Herbert slinging it. Yep. Coming off a nice win against the Raiders on Thursday night. So you get the long rest. 
you get the uh, divisional game. So they'll be up for it. I mean, maybe Denver comes to play, but I don't know that that was a pretty bad loss for Denver. And I guess they're coming off a Saturday game. So not as big a rest disparity, but 7,500 at home. I, I think he goes back to being the PPR machine. Uh, Cause he only got like one catch on that Thursday night game, but it, he was, he was barely going to be able to play. So I, I don't know. I'm optimistic. Assuming he's healthy. It's going to be a good spot. I'm bringing it back. Uh, wide receiver two, giving again, paying up. I'm I've got some serious uh, Lamborghinis or whatever we want to call these jets, Calvin Ridley, 8,500. You know, I think, I think there will be a bit of scoring in this game. It's it's mo- the most obvious uh, top total on the board uh, for the Sunday slate. Strangely, some of the other higher higher scoring games are Saturday and Sunday night, and so I, I want a piece going both ways. I'm assuming it, it sounds like uh, my my sources, Sean, say it mm. looks sounds like Julio probably not going to play again. Uh, really, I I I read that he took uh, he got the some shots. crazy plasma stem cell thing to try and play. Yeah, it, but it, it 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 sounds like they're being cautious because of the context of the season and all that. So I, I would expect even if he is back, I think there's going to be a lot a lot of targets to be had. So Ridley, uh, tremendously high floor, very high ceiling as well. Again, uh, I want to pay up for this game. Give me Cal- eighty five hundred Calvin Ridley. You know, I keep taking this guy's over on uh, these primetime game catches and, and thrive lineups. Uh, he he's just a machine. Yes, he's had some drop issues, but it doesn't seem to impact his target share or his catches. Coming off a thirteen target, eight catch game, fifty nine yards, and a touchdown. Not a uh, and this was in a game where their offense really struggled. But give me Deontay Johnson at home. This is a huge get right game for the Steelers. Weather will not be an issue. They clearly don't know how to run the ball. They clearly are sticking to this quick passing game, and I think that's actually going to be a little tough for the uh, for the Colts to handle. Again, Colts have a horseshoe up their ass. But if you watch that game, those couple games against Houston, they've had some issues on the outside uh, with their cornerback. So I I think Pittsburgh at home, they really need this game. Sixty three hundred, Deontay Johnson, really like the spot for him. I, I like that as well. I, I think there's, I mean, or or just the situation's pretty bad for the Steelers and and Ben just. But and even I mean, I saw a stat. Ben's attempted air yards is like only ahead of Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins or something <laughs> like that, uh, which is pretty funny. They're both on the same team. My wide receiver three, Sean. Last time the Rams played the Seahawks, they did a pretty good job against. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and I I've seen a lot of people with the advice that you should play them this time because there's no way they're going to stop that twice. I think this defense is pretty good and I think they were pretty happy to beat the Seahawks 23 to 16, shutting those guys down and letting Josh Reynolds do whatever he wants, 10 targets, 8 catches, 94 yards. So why not go back to the well? He's actually cheaper, Sean. He was 3500 that week, he's 3200 this week. I see no reason why they wouldn't deploy a similar strategy and, and I don't see why it won't work the same way. So 3,200, pretty close to the minimum for a guy who last time in the same matchup had 10 targets. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind that one at all. I'm going to stick in this. I've noticed I've been looking at guys winning lineups and it seems like the traditional stack, not always what you need to win the millionaire maker, but I do notice guys doing like uh, little like mini game stacks, yeah. and, I, and I've been doing that in my lineups. I'm doing the stack and the mini game stacks. So one of my mini game stacks is Steelers Colts. I think there's a chance that ends up being higher scoring than you might think. Again, right now the weather looks clear. T. Y. Hilton is my bring back against the Steelers. Deontay Johnson. He's only 5,500. Didn't have a massive game against Houston, but he still had six targets, four catches, 71 yards. I don't know. I think there's still something there to the connection with Phillip, and I like him going up against this Steelers he defense. Teased, he teased us, and now we're all in. It sucks. <laughs> that, and maybe, and maybe I'm just chasing that no. here. But I, I like. I don't know, man. Something is just <laughs> off about this Steelers defense, and I think this ends up being a more of a shootout than people think. At least, especially at first glance. What are you doing, tight end? Tight end. Well, uh, we talked about the Jets defense last week, and and we can go back to that well and to say, hey, Austin Hooper, not a bad play at thirty five hundred. But number two on that list in points given up to the tight end, 
the Chicago Bears. So this actually started with me playing a Trubisky, Montgomery, Allen Robinson stack and wanting to bring it back with something. Uh, I know the tight end correlates well typically in those, and I'm going to go Eifert mm. against the the Bears. He's had some games, uh, specifically last week. He had a decent game, uh, four targets, 50, uh, three catches, 51 yards. I think it's a pretty good matchup, and I think there's a chance he could find the end zone. Uh, I think there's a you know legitimate. It's it's reasonable to expect the Bears defense to not to be going all out tomorrow. And for three thousand fifty yards and a touchdown, we'll pay it off. So Eifert is the play. It's interesting. That's interesting. Here's what I'm doing, Ryan. Again, Homer alert. But give me Zach Ertz digging him out of the grave. Coming off a seven. I looked at him. I did. Coming off a seven target game, he had sixty nine receiving yards, and two of them came off big plays. He's had four touchdowns in his career against the Cowboys. Second only to the team he really destroys the New York Giants at seven touchdowns. But again, he's 3,100 at led the team in receiving yards. Hertz seems to be doing a good job of spreading the ball around. You look at Ertz's snap counts, it's right up there with uh, him and Goddard, and they're still running a lot of 12 personnel. So 3,100, again, I, I'm optimistic they're going to be able to move this ball against the Cowboys. Maybe I'm maybe I'm way off, but I, no, I, I really think they have a good opportunity. I like the price, and you see, it's strangely he got the yards, even though he didn't get all the catches on the targets. But yeah. there is that kind of target regression. Uh, yeah, real quick, back to the the Bears. I, I wrote it down, so I'm going to tell you about it. They've averaged giving up almost a full touchdown on eight targets and six catches for 60 yards to the tight end. So I think Jesus, I th- yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. And another fun nugget uh, since we dropped Logan Thomas in the <laughs> DJs only oh, no. super flex only. dynasty league. He's the number three tight end only behind Kelsey and Waller, uh, which is he's really been going off. It's annoying. Pr- pretty amazing mush. He's a, he's another fun one. The, the tight end position is pretty interesting this week. A lot of guys getting high usage all of a sudden that are it's, low. It's pr- like no weird. This no offense. Another guy getting the usage Kramer. Who's your flex? I'm playing a two tight end set. I was pretty low on cash. You know, I went, I went with some, some fucking Lamborghinis, some, some suburbans in there, a, a tank maybe uh, with a guy who got six targets last week, you know, Deshaun Watson, we, we have a lot of questions about the targets, uh, where they're going to go. And uh, Jordan Akins is only 3,300. We've seen these games before where he just flashes. <laughs> And again, I'm kind of I'm I'm dumpster diving a little bit here, but last yeah. week five catches on six targets for 50 yards, I'll take that. And, and again, I think in the matchup he has in front of him against Cincy, Cincy put a lot out last week. It, it wouldn't surprise me. Like I think Cincy Houston has a sneaky shootout potent, potential mm. because both teams are kind of in weird places. And, and yeah, I, I uh, you know, that that might that might age poorly, but. I, so I went, I went dumpster diving. I found Jordan Akins for 3,300. I'm going to a, a, a some 12 personnel, Sean. Uh, if you're keeping track, my last three guys total cost only $500 more than Tyree kill. So I had to make it work. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do I got here? Oh man. This one is a, uh, I, I love this one. $3,200 on the Denver Broncos. My bring back to my Keenan Allen play KJ Hamler. I looked at him too, who is a, the ultimate boom bust guy has had a lot of like, not much going on. He's had a couple 10 target games, but for the most part, really not doing much. Although against the Panthers who have a very bad defensive secondary, very susceptible to the deep ball, much like your San Diego chargers. He had two catches for 86 yards and two touchdowns. So I'm rolling the dice here. I like the matchup in a dome at uh, the Chargers, and uh, I think this could be a shootout as well. So Los Angeles, they they play in Los Angeles. I said at the Chargers. No, I know you called them the San Diego Chargers. That's you were excited. Okay, it's okay. Who's your defense? Right, the mistake. I, I had no money, and you know I think there's actually a defense under 2,000. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do the Falcons defense. That that's just I. I'm. I can't go against my own stack. So I played the uh, the Jets, two thousand. I mean, I'll give it to them. They looked all right last week. They made Jared Goff sucks island. I mean, we all time all time uh, high in terms of uh, capacity. And I just you know 
again, we, we, we all are ready to crown Baker. He's John Elway fucking, you know, he, he, he's not done a goddamn thing. They're having a great season. I'll give him credit. It was, you know, Odell leaving really helped the team out, but <laughs> yeah, the jets seem to be playing for something now at this point. I, I don't know. Are they trying to fuck up, fuck this pickup worse. <laughs> seems unlikely, but the jets, you know, look at the matchup, right? What do the Rams need to do? They got to run the ball because their quarterback isn't always reliable. Brown. Yeah, you don't have to pretend to make a huge case for it. It's $2,000, but, but, but it, but it made sense. Brown's also kind of need to run the ball to help their quarterback who can be unreliable. Uh, so yeah, I, I uh, you know, it's 2000. Like you said, I didn't have a ton of, uh, of salary here as well, but I, I went with the Carolina Panthers again. This is just a matchup. Now, maybe if Alex Smith is completely healthy and starts, but other than that, I like playing a defense going against Dwayne Haskins, any Ooh. chance he tests positive and, <laughs> and creates a situation. Well, They like said there's a practice squad quarterback who they, they showed a tweet of him. He's isolated. No, he's not he, uh, a tweet of him liking a tweet that said, Dwayne Haskins is trash and the, and the third string quarterback liked that tweet. So I think there's a bit of defunction dysfunction going down <laughs> in Washington. We'll see their quarterback situation. Pretty oh, wild. That's great. So I'm kind of fading that, uh, but you could talk me into maybe Seattle at home against the Rams is an interesting uh, play there as well. All right. We're going to get to our thrive fantasy lineup in just a second. Talking player props before we do want to give a shout out to better than Vegas. That's right. You ever wanted YouTube, but just sports gambling better than Vegas is the place to go. It got you covered. And uh, we got our own page over there. Sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. Use that link. You'll head right over to our page. Subscribe again. They're doing a couple contests, thousand dollars to the handicapper that wins the most units, thousand dollars to the handicap with the most followers. If we somehow win any of that cash, we're giving it out to you. The fans again, free picks, free content. You know, we're all about that better than Vegas. Those guys are certified hashtag digits only better than dot Vegas. Or again, just uh, subscribe to our page. Check it out. Better sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV joining us on the line host of gaming today's cash considerations and at Sportsbook consig on Twitter, Dave share Dave. Thanks for calling in, man. Hey, man, what's up, Sean? Ryan, what's happening, boys? Just another day in paradise here. Another day in paradise, and uh, yeah, man, it's it's just been, you know, every once in a while, I pinch myself and go, oh my god, we we had an NFL season, we got through the NFL season. You know, I, I just flash back to the summer where it's like, oh my god, they're gonna cancel the NFL. What's gonna happen? What are we gonna do with our lives? And then we're we're almost there. I'm knocking on wood so that nothing uh, crazy happens. But yeah, what about you? What's been the biggest change so far in this NFL season, as far as like a handicap or a fan? Oh my goodness, uh, it's been crazy for me personally. I mean, I was you know I was at sports books in Vegas for all, all this time, and then you know right now I'm not in a sports book, so watching a game uh, without seeing all the action has been a big thing for me. And just, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of uh, just a different way of looking at it again. And the joy of watching the games as a fan is back. So yeah, like you said, thank goodness we have games and we have the NFL because if we didn't have it, I mean, I got a taste of it for a few months in March when we didn't have oh, basketball God. and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go back to that really ever. That was really, really tough. So I don't know. I mean, the NFL is, it, it, it delivers every week. I mean, you know, the, we're just coming off a week where the, the jets beat the Rams as a 17 point dog. The Bengals then do it on Monday night and beat the Steelers. Um, games are in peril of a decision side in total on the last play of the game every single week. So it's been fun. Yeah. I mean, Cue the X files music. It's almost <laughs> like it's fixed because Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, yeah, and Dave, if uh, people don't know your background, you of course, uh, you know, worked in sports books in Las Vegas for a number of years, and now you're hosting this podcast for Gaming Today. And uh, yeah, what what brought about the podcast, and kind of give us the uh, the premise of it? Oh man, the, the the podcast came about just as a way to get together with the boys and talk sports. I mean, I'm the father of three girls, and uh, I work in a sports book, and that's when I get to go and you know just 
be a guy and, and talk sports. And then, you know, um, the guy, Alan said, let's, let's do a podcast that, you know, it seemed like everybody was doing one. So yeah, let's do one. It became like a daily or a weekly check-in with the fellows and, and, and almost like a, uh, therapy session, event <laughs> session. Uh, you know, this is a place you can go and just bitch about your bad losses or your, your lucky wins. And, you know, we started talking about lines and numbers and, and different things that we we've had these conversations in the books. I mean, this goes back to me being in Curacao, um, 23 years ago. I mean, this is what you talk about, you know, just like you guys are doing, um, all the time. So we started doing it and then we started bringing in guests, uh, which has been a lot of fun from, from, uh, you know, different aspects of the business. Um, so it's just one of those things now that like, you know, everybody's kind of looking for content and, and, and there's a lot of opportunities that are coming about because of it. And these are conversations I, I literally have been having for maybe 40 years, uh, you know, from the time I was a little kid. So it's fun, man. Like it's, it's, it's just a great way to, to, to continue to grow and meet people and, and explore new opportunities. Yeah. I just like the idea of a little kid already breaking down the lines, looking, you know, seeing some line movement. What, what are the sharps on? What I mean, are we Sean, doing? Imagine trying to explain to 10 year old you that it, like gambling was going to be a thing we could talk about yeah. with our parents, you know, Jesus. No, and it's a career. It, it's pretty insane. Real quick before we start uh, breaking down the Thrive Fantasy player prop uh, lineups here, did you ever, you know, being on the opposite side of the counter? I feel like we hear a lot of stories as far as the players and oh my god, this guy hit this ten team parlay. But you know, when you're working for the sports book or you're rooting for the uh, the evil empire as it as it is, have you did you have any crazy sweats on the book side? Because you know. Whatever the the goal is always to get even action, but whatever some crazy future or some guy is about to hit some parlay or go in some insane run. Do you it, does any sort of a story jump out of a time where, as a sports book, you guys were really sweating? Oh man! So you learn early on, uh, depending on you know the place you work. I mean, like everybody has action. So you're, you're always rooting for your own, but you're not rooting outwardly if it's opposite of what the book needs. Yeah. So you, 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 you don't want to be that dick. No, you can't be that asshole. You, you, you just cannot do it. Like, so you learn early on, usually when you're young or, or like one of the young kids does it, you got to pull them aside and say, listen, you can't do that. Like, so please, because only because the boss is going to send you home or, you know, you're going to be in trouble. So just shut up. You can root for your bets, but don't root out loud. The one that I remember that was 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 just such an enormous swing was the Super Bowl and the uh, Patriots and the Seahawks. The mm. book needed the Seahawks for a gigantic number. We're oh, talking man. like seven figures, and they get down to the goal line <laughs> oh, no. and, and and don't. I mean, like everybody was in the book in the office in the back. Like everybody, we were all like you know, wow, this is really going to be a big day. Like everybody's going to be happy and everybody, you know, all the executives were in for the game. So they were all there and everybody was just <laughs> anticipating him just oh. going into the end zone. And then <laughs> he doesn't give Lynch the ball. The guy gets a pick and it was, there was expletives thrown out everywhere. <laughs> oh man. Everywhere. And, and the book's going just, nuts. I'm sure all the Patriots. Oh backers. my God. The <laughs> the people are going crazy. And you know, those of us and people in the working in the book, you know, people had the Patriots, you know, futures. So you can't even cheer if you have it because the guy, the CEO and everybody, they were, they would have killed you with a death stare. <laughs> they were so pissed off. And then everybody left. They just walked out. <laughs> in a single file line, pissed off, angry at everybody. And uh, I remember the one kid was like, well, uh, we better get some extra people to cash tickets because we just knew like <laughs> everyone had the Patriots and we were going to be there for a long time cashing that. But I'm talking like seven figures swing on him not getting that ball. And, and that was one that I'll never forget oh, me, us either. We got screwed yeah. on that one too. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like I was the biggest loser. Cause I had, <laughs> I had 300 on the Seahawks money line and another 200 on Marshawn Lynch MVP. <laughs> it's good. It's right. good to know there's yeah. a bigger loser out there. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's, yeah. 
Let's get into the uh, Thrive Fantasy lineups. Of course, use that promo code SGP, get that instant deposit match up to 50 bucks. Promo code SGP, thrivefantasy.com. 20 player props to pick from. Pick your 10 favorite, go over under. And uh, yeah, pretty simple. We're doing the Saturday one. We just gave out the our millionaire maker lineup for the Sunday games. Kramer, I'll let you kick things off. What's your first uh, player prop you like here? I mean, it seems as though Ro- Ronald Jones will be out again, and it seems as though Detroit still has not figured out how to slow down a running back. So Leonard Fournette to go over fifty-seven and a half rushing yards is plus one ten, one ten points. So you know, I like the juice. I like the fact that I'm gonna have a higher potential. I, I didn't do so well last time, Sean. My potential was too low. <laughs> I gotta bring it up. So I'm going for net over fifty seven and a half. Yeah, I don't know if we've quite figured out the strategy yet of like locking in sure things when these player props, but again, they kind of adjust the juice. And you can see that in some of these points where, you know, the the unders eighty points, the overs one hundred and twenty points. Uh, t- or uh, Dave, what's your what's your first uh, player prop? Well, it's interesting because I went through these and I've never really seen anything like this before. So I was going through and it was just kind of a a quick numbers thing. And the first one that I'm really looking at is Brady under. Now I'm going to favor the under because I've been in the book mentality with these (laughs) props, I think just in general. So the Brady under um, passing yards. Seems like the play. I mean, he averages 277 and the, the, the total is 298 and a half. The total in the game scares me. It's 54. So expect points to be scored, but I expect Tampa to be playing from ahead. So I'll play off of your play there, right? And go, you know, you think Fournette's going to go over the rushing yards. So that means Brady's going to be passing less. So I'll go under. Um, his passing yards, and not to stomp on your first one, Sean, but I have that same correlation. I just wanted to talk up the Fournette one for, first. I think it is a correlated play, <laughs> and they're both plus odds, which is interesting. So you can kind right. of lean into that. Yeah, no, I'm with you guys. I'm also taking under Brady two ninety eight and a half. I mean, it's a little, uh, you know, it's a little worrisome, I guess, because of uh, you know the fact that they're in a dome, and you know he's. Michigan guy, Detroit. Detroit doesn't need this game. Brady doesn't go back to Michigan. Does he look like a kind of guy that goes back to Michigan? Get that is the fuck true. Out of there. That is true. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm going under. And again, you're getting plus 105 yeah. point wise. So I, I like that as well. Trying to get trying to get some of these uh, higher point ones. What what else you got going, Kramer? Well, I've already gone. Through oh, you already did too, your yeah. second one. I'll throw out uh, Marvin Jones Jr. over three and a half receptions. Again, he seems to be the guy now that Stafford's back. Healthy Tampa Bay, weird defense where their run defense seems to be playing really well, but they, man, that passing defense, you saw, I mean, Atlanta, of course they were going to blow it, but Atlanta didn't have trouble moving the ball. I think Jones easily gets the four receptions. Again, juice on this one's not great. The over's only 85 points, but I, I like the. I like the easier play here. What about you? Well, well, and remember, Galladay has opted out for the season yeah, unofficially. Unofficially, <laughs> just not that hip's not getting better, in spite of all the, the the photos you see on Instagram of him doing the salsa or whatever with some chick. Dave, what do you got going for your uh, next player prop? So, do you guys think it's more important to get it right and get the lesser number, or do do you think it's worth taking a gamble and getting the more? points on this thing. I can't figure I'll, it out. I'll, what tell do you think? I'll tell you what, I took too many favorites last week and I could only score like a max of six ninety or 700 yeah. and it just wasn't enough to get there. So I think you do have to shoot to like get in the 900 to a thousand point range total. Okay. Yeah, it is. It okay. is definitely a balance and we keep going back and forth uh, strategy wise on it. So yeah, I, I think you mix it up, but you w- Kramer's right as far as like what you're shooting for. I mean, put it this way: when we've gone nine and one, we've gone eight and two, we've gone, <laughs> we've, we've we've won. So it's yeah. yeah. It turns out getting it right probably more. I important. would probably <laughs> lean to getting it right. <laughs> easier okay. said than done. All right. Uh, yeah. No. No. Definitely easier said than done. Um. Oh man. So like these touchdown props, you know, they they to score yes or no basically is what that is. Yep. And, and that that has me uh, interested in. The Hawkinson uh, touchdown. I, I don't think he's going to score a touchdown. So I, I mean, it's an under. It's which is only 80 points. It looks like here on this thing. I don't think he's going to score a touchdown. Uh, that was the one that I circled for that. 
to stay in that game. So I, I that's that's my second play. And I'll and I'll leave, I'll double on that. It's something we've identified too because his anytime touchdown is certainly uh, not going to be priced that low. Yeah. So we're you're getting implicit Correct. value, and so I, I think you kind of have to. I think what we've learned is you can't play all the under for the touchdowns <laughs> because you'll just have such a low potential. But you do have to take a couple, and I'm with you. I'm with both of you actually. Marvin Jones over on the receptions and Hawkinson uh, under on the receiving touchdown. Again, we we like the angle. The it's just it's good value. It's it's smart math, Sean. It As is. As we know, people like <laughs> us because of our math reputation. Oh man. Sorry, just I still can't believe people are upset. Well, that we, and and Dave, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but we angered uh, the entire gambling Twitter. I <laughs> I threw out a oh, joke. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, I threw out. You know, you always see when these crazy underdog hits, you'll see like, oh, a hundred dollar bet will pay uh, parlayed between the Jets and the uh, Bengals would have paid you know twelve thousand dollars or whatever. Or some better hit this, and so I thought it'd be fun. I threw out a a tweet. I said. A hundred dollar parlay between the, uh, the between the Bengals and the uh, and the Jets would have paid out three point six million dollars, and it is the most oh boy the most uh, responded to tweet of all time. <laughs> <laughs> People are sharing this. There's there's a couple different groups. There's groups that are like, oh my god, I can't believe it. That price is insane. <laughs> People that are mad at us and saying, you know, you're idiots. What are you doing? You don't know shit about math. And then the third group of who actually gets the joke, and I've never, I've never had someone re, uh, like the internet react so strongly to it, to a comment of like oh just a throwaway uh, comment. I, I was shocked. It's, it's been pretty hilarious. Math is important. To there people, needs, so. there needs to be a sarcasm font yes, on Twitter. You're right. For the people that don't get it, it needs to be in a different color or a different font. So they go, Oh, the guy's being sarcastic. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Like they don't get it because they can't hear it or they can't see it in your face. When you do it, I see it all the time. Like people, you know, it's not paying 3.6 million. There's people that retweeted that shit that said, wow, why didn't we do that? Yeah, I we should have done that. Goodness. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> Two distinct camps, both in the wrong by a mile. <laughs> Kramer, all right. Did you give out your latest? So one? I've given out four. So I, okay. you know, I'm probably ahead of you guys. So keep right. going. I'm going to throw out uh, Mike Evans under 63 and a half receiving yards. Uh, again, just kind of leaning into less Brady passing yards. And uh, with Tampa Bay, it seems to be a bit of a who's hot. Godwin was getting involved more. You know, Scotty Miller every once in a while has a big game. Gronk. So Scotty Miller, aka Brady's fuck boy. Yeah, and Antonio Brown, like you. <laughs> You don't know who the Bucks are really going to throw it to, so the fact that you're getting that hundred point potential um, on the under there, yeah. I, I like it. So yeah, give me under on Evan sixty three and a half. What else do you got, Dave? Prop wise, I, can I echo that one? Yeah. I, I have that one circled here uh, as well, just because it is a hundred and a hundred. I, I like under. He averages fifty five a game. Uh, the total sixty three and a half. They seem to be spreading the ball around. I, I don't know if AB is still living with TB, <laughs> but you know he's still wearing the hat. He's his boy, and, and he's trying to get him the ball. The game against Tampa is a perfect way to set it up going into the playoffs and, and showcase him. Gronk's okay with waiting until the playoffs to catch some passes and some yards. So yeah, I like Evans under. Yeah, no, uh, that one. I mean, that one really jumped out at me. Kramer, what else you got? Uh, this is just an extreme contrarian play. Uh, Nick Mullins coming off not a great game, uh, but very juiced here. Under on the interceptions, I could see a game plan that Shanahan puts out there that maybe limits the opportunities for him to fuck this up. Under <laughs> for a full 125 points, I, I did. You know, you can be contrarian in areas where it's just like you're like fuck. There's no way he's getting a 73 yards or whatever it is. But with an interception, like you know, Mullins is capable. I'll say that he's capable of having a clean game. I think you know, it, I think they're going to be emphasizing it in practice. Again, 125 <laughs> points. I'm chasing a little I'm bit. I'm also here. I'm also with you on the under 125. That it it's, seems to be a little crazy there. And what a, as far as like the juice on that. And I think. They just signed Josh Rosen, right? So I, I think there's a real chance they you think don't. He's on notice. No, I, I, I think either. Uh, <laughs> well, you saw, uh, and I, I missed it when we were watching live because we had, you know, all the games going on. But Bethard came into that game against the Cowboys, 
So there's injury issues. He's been playing like crap. So I wouldn't be surprised. Now, how does he get pulled without throwing an interception? Well, I don't know. Sa- an early sack, maybe? sack fumble, or <laughs> if he's just playing like crap. Period. I could see Beathard getting the start. So yeah, I mean, I like the under there at a uh, plus one twenty five. What's the rule? He has to just take one snap. Yeah, yep. one, one play. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so they have oh, these man, couple. They have these ice picks, which are like your your backups in case of emergency. Um, you know, in case the guy doesn't play at all or whatever. So. Those are kind of the backups there. All right, we're gonna get some more props before we do. Want to give a quick shout out to Ace Per Head. That's right, Ace Per Head. Of course, if you're thinking about starting your own online sportsbook, you can just go to aceperhead.com/sgp. Aceperhead.com/sgp. Sign up over there and get up to six weeks free of their amazing sportsbook software. Aceperhead.com/sgp. Perfect time to get your business going. Acefred.com slash SGP. Dave, what do you got? Uh, what else you got cooking over there, prop wise? So, uh, going to staying in that game, the Arizona uh, San Francisco game, I got Christian Kirk under the receptions. Again, it's only 85, but he's just not getting targets. He's not, he's, it doesn't look like he's part of the game plan. D hop is hogging the ball, getting yeah. all the passing yards. So, I mean, 4.5 total reception seems a little bit high. Uh, he, he averages three a game. So I really like that one under, I don't so much like the price. And again, this is my first time doing this. So maybe <laughs> I will limit myself to, to not a high enough number of points. I mean, that Mullins ones looks so juicy, but it's almost a lock that he's going to throw a pick fellas. Like it just, <laughs> it just no, like he's it, with Arizona. It's, it's probably going to happen, but um, yeah. So I'm going with, I'm going with that under, I just don't think Kirk even sees the targets uh, enough to even get the, to five receptions. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm going to stick in that game. I'm going to go Kyler Murray over. They're giving you a, a, a number here, two ninety one and a half. That's pass yards and rushing yards. And we've seen past couple games, I don't know whatever it was that shoulder injury. He was hesitant to run. He wasn't running as much. So I think this is a good mix of pass and run. Uh, I think they're going to have trouble matching up. But two ninety one and a half for passing yards and rushing yards combined, it's a hundred points. Pretty much even money there. I I like that. So yeah, give me give me the over there. Oh, and, and to add to that, because I'm on the same side, and and not so much be- because nice. of what he's going to do with his arm. Uh, week one against this same defense, who by the way he gave trouble to last year as well. He rushed 13 times for 91 yards and a touchdown. So uh, I think just y- you have you know you're really looking at potentially a what 220 passing yardage prop here, which isn't very ridiculous at all. And the fact that it's even money, I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, couldn't you see him going for like 250 and 45? That's that's a pretty reasonable game for Kyler Murray. So it doesn't need to be a crazy outcome. Dave, sound you said you're on that one as well. Yeah, I mean he's averaging 53 yards a game rushing, so we don't need that. Even we need a pedestrian passing day if he just gets his average yards rushing. If he breaks one big run, he's going to get over 50 yards rushing, and then we're a favorite. So, yeah, I, I thought that number. Um, I mean, it, it it's really a lot of value in being with the point value. Um, it seems like unless it's a super blowout. Or something, and he doesn't play. Um, you know, the back half of the game, and you know, some of the reps in the fourth quarter. This one seems like it's definitely going over. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to take the under here, and you you throw it as rushing average, and that even incorporates some of those games where it was clear, whatever reason, he was banged up or game plan wise, like he just wasn't running the ball. You weren't getting any of those carries, so. I mean, against Philly, against New York, he kind of got back to his uh, running yeah. ways. Stretch those little <laughs> gymnast legs. Kramer always always <laughs> jokes that he he runs like with those straight arms, almost like he's about to hop on a pummel horse or something. It's hard not to see that once he threw that out there. I'll never be able to not see it now that he said it. Uh, so you're good. very welcome. It does look just like him. It's great. It's got that skinny, small build. Kramer, what else you got, player prop wise? Uh, you know. Uh, the other one that I just, I just can't see a game. I, I don't know if it's just, I personally hate Kenyon Drake or I just, I, I just can't <laughs> see him being produ- 95 points only, but I'm going to take the under his total yards for the game being uh, under 85 and a half. 
Yeah. Do, is there uh is chase Edmonds dealing with any sort of injury stuff? I thought I, I thought I saw something about that. I just, that, I, I mean, that may, I don't know. I don't know if that affects the total that much, but this one is, this is a pure emotional play. I just, <laughs> I, Kenyon Drake is just a bum to me. Fair enough. <laughs> Dave, what else you got going on? Uh, prop I'm, 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 with, I'm with you on that Kramer too. Like, yeah, I, lock it I up. Was Drake, yeah, no, the number is just uh, the receiving yards being added in there is kind of a, a, a mirage. I mean, he really only averages yeah. nine reception yards a game. So that's not even a factor. He's going to catch one pass, maybe two. So watch him, you know, cause we have him on there. He'll probably catch six, <laughs> but um, no, I don't, I don't think he's going to be uh, a big productive part of it either. Like, you know, they're going to beat him with, with passing. So um, it's 95, which is okay. I'm trying to get all, you know, nineties or, or above. So I, I, I have him circled as well under uh, rushing and receiving yards. Kramer. Here's another one. I like it is Deandre Hopkins over uh, 83 and a half receiving chalk, yards. Chalk, chalk, chalk. It's chalk, but it's still it's still ninety five <laughs> yeah. points, which no, isn't mean, that far off. He force feeds him. It's he crazy. Gets, he's getting like twelve plus targets a game. I, I don't know. I, well, how can you not have Sherm dog? You're not worried about that? No, I mean that guy's. I I don't know what Sherman has I, I, left. I, I mean, think, the, the Cowboys lit them up. I I don't know. I don't see them. It's a division game. Maybe they get up for it a little bit, but. D hop over is one of my ice picks. Yeah. Over 83 and a half. What other non ice so picks you got? I went Kramer? to, I went, I saw miles Gaskin is on the uh, board for us and you know, he he's been out with real COVID, not, <laughs> not like near guy COVID. And we've seen guys struggle to come back initially from this. So yeah, the fact that his the guy, but yeah, but the fact that his rushing total is 62 and a half, that's a pretty, that's a pretty beefy total. I mean, uh, the, the backup looked pretty good last week. Uh, it's only 95 points for the under, but I'm going to take the under. I think they, I don't think they rush him back. I mean, this is a game against Las Vegas, softer defense. I don't think you need Gaskin out there. I think he's going to get some work. I just don't think he's going to get the full workload six. So I'm taking under 62 and a half rush yards. Yeah. That seems like a workhorse role. Uh, Total, if right. it was total yards, I might steer away. Cause I like him in the passing game, but taking the under 95 points. All right. Uh, Dave, what, what's another one you like? Oh man, I I want to go with uh, Gesicki to score a touchdown. Uh, it's 115 points. He's got five games where he's caught a touchdown out of the 13. As long as he's playing, I want him in against the Raider defense, who I think is bottom five in the NFL, if that even. I think maybe worse in the entire league. So Tua looks for him. He's caught one in the last three with Tua. Um, throwing it to him. As long as he's playing, I will have him to catch a touchdown pass and over for those 115 points. Yeah, I'm with you on the over. Uh, Gasicki, one and a, uh, yeah, the the juice on it's just enough that it's interesting, and he really does lock on to him in the red zone. I'm going to pivot off that, and it maybe it sounds a little crazy because I'm taking the over on Gasicki on the receiving touchdown. Dave made a good case for that. But this is my favorite prop of this whole lineup. And I, I took it with Teddy Bridgewater last week. It was easy money. I'm taking it with Tua again, but under two and a half total passing touchdowns and interceptions. Now, it's plus 105 points wise. Certainly there's a world where he throws. Tua's going to have four touchdowns now. But he could, he could run them in. They're, they're, it, it's only throwing, uh, yeah, you're right. it's only passing touchdowns. And he's played seven games. How many times has he gone over? That two and a half touchdown interception combined only once, and that was two touchdowns, one INT against the Chiefs. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe I'm crazy to take over Gasicki and then under two and a half, but I don't see him getting thrown three touchdowns, and he's he's pretty clean with the ball at least INT wise. So I love under one of under uh, two and a half there. Oh, of course you hate two. It's great. I I don't know. (laughs) I I, where are you at with two, Dave? Because I I watch him and. I'm just—he's just not passing the eye test for me. He just seems a little uh, out of sync. I don't. Again, maybe it's just the lefty thing. It, he just doesn't seem like a great flow game game flow wise. Now maybe that's a—it's a weird critique because he's making plays, <laughs> but I mean the plays he—he's making are like you know they're about to sack him and then he throws the ball up and they get six yards on a third and five. It's working kind of, but I, I'm I'm skeptical long term on Tua so far. 
Do you remember the movie Any Given Sunday? Yes. With, with Jamie Foxx? Yep. Do you remember the one scene, like they showed how fast everything was moving yeah. when he first got the start? That's the way everything looks for Tua right now. Yeah. Like he's still getting it. So it's it, we can make these snap judgments because we're sitting at home watching the games going, wow, <laughs> why is he looking there? What's What the hell is he doing? I think he's getting better. He's very responsible with the ball. I mean, only two picks, one of each in the last two games, especially that one in the red zone against the, the Patriots, I thought gave them a chance in that game. But I don't think he's going to throw a pick against the Raiders. So is he going to throw three touchdowns? No. I'm in complete agreement with you. I have under as well. And it's, it is kind of, you know, opposite of the thinking with Kaseki. But when he throws a touchdown, it's to him. So I have under Tua as well. Uh, I just think with, the, with anything in triple digits like that, you're basically betting on him to not throw a pick. If he throws a pick, we may be screwed. Yeah. But I, I think under um, with the touchdowns, I think two is the max where he gets. So, you know, because they look to run it in. So they're okay with running it in, including him running it in. So he scrambles and runs it in, doesn't throw it in. We're good. This is the definition of a DGEN's only arbitrage right here. <laughs> Going for that sweet, sweet middle with a lot of positive juice. Well, I Sign me up. And, say, and I'll say this if they had a prop bet out there that Kasiki would catch two touchdown passes oh. and that Tua wouldn't throw an interception, you know I'm hammering that. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, well, I'm gonna stay. Let's See, talk. Dave, Dave misses uh, taking action from guys like us, right? Yeah, it's it's free money, <laughs> as they say. It's free money until it isn't. Uh, quarterback, same game. Let's talk about it. Uh, is Carr gonna play? Like uh, groin? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm playing the uh, maybe he plays hurt under 270 passing yards. That's a high total, even if he's healthy against this pass defense. So I was shocked to see it's a hundred points. I think there's a very good possibility. I mean, Sean, is he playing? Like, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't seen the latest. I and it's on groin. a short week too. That I, groin pull looked pretty rough. So maybe I'm just playing with fire, and I'll just default to one of my ice picks. Which, of course, I'll let you know what my ice picks are. Unlike Sean, he doesn't like to share that kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, car under hundred points for the uh, under two seventy and a half passing yards. Uh, Dave, I've been looking. I've been trying to get in touch with everyone that I know to see if he's going to play. I have this one as my favorite one. It's under it's, it, it's way too easy. There's no way in hell if he <laughs> plays and plays hurt that he's going over 270 passing yards. I mean, there's just no way. So, but, but he has to play a play. Yeah. So we have to know that at least he's starting. I don't think he finishes the game. If he starts the game, I don't think he finishes the game for what Mariota did. Um, Nobody knows anyone that I tried to talk to in text today. I was like, you know, do you know if he's playing? Do you know if he's playing? I don't think it affects the line, but I saw, you know, the look ahead line for this game was two and a half. It went to three. So my guess is that he's not playing and, you know, somebody that knows, you know, bet Miami to move the number today in town. So I hope he plays and, and, and we get under, you know, it being the same price as the over is very surprising to me. I love it. Yeah, I'm with you guys. You can't not play this Derek Carr uh, under. Uh, yeah, because he's just, I mean, and he's not a guy that is just all skill set. Like he has to be able to throw with his legs and and get you're, going. If he if his groin's banged up, he's going to be in trouble. Your groin's important. Even <laughs> Lawrence Taylor needed a groin. <laughs> Even a great man like Lawrence Taylor who overcame so much. <laughs> he was quite effective with his groin, Sean, or so the stories say. Long. Gosh. All right, uh, is it is it my turn? Yeah, well, I I gave out all my ten. Okay, my last one was uh, Josh Jacobs. I'm fading the touchdown with Josh Jacobs here. I I'm, I'm going to take the no price, uh, even though uh, conventional wisdom would say not to. I saw a no opportunity on a touchdown prop with positive juice, and I thought, well, I have to. Just like I took the uh, the the positive juice on that no interceptions from Mullen, I kind of took two. And Sean, you wouldn't believe in my potential points this week. 1,010. So wow. I'm, I'm, I got a, I got a pretty you. high one, but I, and I also wanted to make sure that since Carr was very likely uh, to be out or at least a pretty high probability of being out, I wanted to then turn around and do a correlated ice pick for my first one and take the under for Nelson Aguilar mm. tough matchup. And it's going to get even tougher if Mariota's the quarterback. And like I told you, my second uh, ice pick a D hop going over. Nice, Dave. Do you have a? Uh, do you have any left there that you want to give out? Have you given out all ten? 
Well, last one here that I have is under Aguilar. Um, nice. That was a, it's, yeah, it's, he's three receptions a game average. He's only gone over this number four times of the 14 games. And with, with cars status questionable, if it's Mariota, I don't think we got to worry about, it. I don't even know if he sees him on the field. So um, yeah, I, I like Aguilar uh, under. Yeah, yeah, under yeah, it does seem like he's more of a car guy. I, I would have to look at what his what his uh, targets were once once Mariota came in, but I, I feel like it doesn't Aguilar. matter. The matchup's too tough. Yeah. Like Aguilar is not a number one. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna throw that out there. No, not, he Nelson knows Aguilar not a number one. Maybe, maybe I don't think a, he's a number two. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like more of like a, a a solid number three. He's a yeah, right. you know he he's he's some guy maybe you toss in the slot has a big game every once in a while, but yeah, he's not. <laughs> I don't know. Former uh, private school pussy too, Sean. Yeah, exactly. Don't forget. We're not we're not huge on the uh, Aguilar right now, <laughs> Dave. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Make sure you follow Dave on Twitter at Sportsbook Consig, short for uh, Consigliere. Fun follow yep. on Twitter and uh, make sure you check out the Gaming Today Cash Considerations podcast. Anything else you want to throw out there, Dave? No, that's it, fellas. You know, happy holidays to the listeners. Hopefully, we're going to get you guys on on our show. We'll 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 uh, keep spreading the wealth and keep growing this thing for everybody. Awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah, happy holidays as well, and uh, good luck uh, with the picks this weekend. Cheers. Sounds good. See you, boys. All right. Thanks again for uh, Dave Sharapan for calling in. Make sure you check him out on Twitter. Check out the Gaming Today podcast. And uh, again, Sean, yes, I feel great about that Thrive lineup. <laughs> I know Dave, Dave brought up some good angles. It was nice having the third man, in the booth for the thrive fantasy yeah, three games Saturday. And it's, it's fun to split it up. We got, I got my Saturday thing going. I got the million maker lineup for Sunday. I want, I don't want to, I don't want to hot take it, but I think for thrive, the three game slate might be like that. Just it is a sweet spot. Just just enough of diversity that like six to seven props per game made it a little bit more bearable. And you notice no kicking props. Yes. I, don't I, have to, don't have to handicap the kickers. That's always awesome. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Make sure you toss us a five-star rating and review and oh reminder. We're going to be drawing the uh, thrive fantasy uh, merch giveaway soon. So still a chance. If you haven't signed up already, sign up. Use that promo code SGP. Email a screenshot to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com so you can get a uh, chance to win gear. And you can get a chance to win gear every day by putting in a five star or, you know, whatever your choice of a review. We draw those every Monday for Merch Monday. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. I hope you uh, enjoy the Bachelorette finale tonight, Sean, as uh, Taisha makes her final choice. No spoilers. Kramer, let it ride.